You've probably stood in line before at a church potluck or at a Thanksgiving dinner where there's a large spread of food, and someone cracks a joke about how you better be careful not to eat too much or you're going to have to repent of the sin of gluttony. And the reason that we say that is because we have equated gluttony with simply eating too much food. But the truth is, biblically, that's not a real accurate definition of gluttony. Most of the Bible is actually very positive about food. For example, there are a number of important feasts in the Old Testament. And some of the visions of heaven in Revelation are even described as a feast. Jesus finished his earthly ministry with a meal with his apostles. And the memorial that Jesus established for his church was also, you guessed it, a meal. In fact, if the New Testament does have an overriding concern with food, it's that God's people shouldn't be overly concerned about food. Food does not commend us to God, 1 Corinthians 8, verse 8. And the kingdom of God does not consist of food and drink, Romans 14, 17. Food isn't really the issue here. In the English Standard Translation of the Bible, the word glutton appears four times. And in every instance, it's paired with the word drunkard. Deuteronomy 21, 20, Proverbs 23, 21, Matthew eleven nineteen, Luke 7, 34. The word gluttonous shows up once. And again, it's alongside a reference to drunkards, Proverbs 23, 20. And the two other times that we have the word glutton, it's in the plural form, gluttons, once in a quotation from a poet who is speaking about lazy Cretans, Titus 1, verse 12. And the other time is in reference to the company that a shameful son keeps, Proverbs 28, verse 7. I believe that when we put all of these passages together, we start to realize that gluttony, well, it's a whole lot more than just eating one too many McRib sandwiches. I think the composite picture from Scripture is that a glutton is someone who is given to excess. It is a person whose wants outweigh their needs. It's the individual whose bottomless cravings for pleasure or for things is just constantly pawing for the next attractive thing. Gluttony stems from a lack of satisfaction. I'm not satisfied with the portion on my plate. I'm not satisfied with the portion in my marriage. I'm not satisfied with the portion in my bank account. And because I'm not satisfied with my portion, I'm going to go seeking a bigger portion. And unfortunately, that is an appetite that can never be fully satisfied. As the wise man says in Proverbs 27 verse 20, our appetite for more is as strong as death. Gluttony is a real problem in 2019 America where upsizing and upgrading is the norm and enough is never truly enough. But have you ever considered that gluttony can be a good thing? You know, the desire for more is not inherently evil. It's just often misdirected. What we need is a relentless appetite for the right things, for the bread of life, for the fruit of the Spirit, for the pure milk of the Word. What we need is a ravenous hunger and thirst for righteousness. As the psalmist writes in Psalm 34, verse 8, Taste and see that the Lord is good. Have some. Try some more. Get some more. Have you ever thought about the idea of gorging on God? That's where we're going to find ultimate satisfaction. He is the one, the only one, who can truly satisfy the cravings of our soul. And so here's a hot take for today. Be a glutton 
That's right, be a glutton. But instead of feasting at the lesser tables of food or money or sex or power, redirect that desire for more to the heavenly table where we are invited to come and feast on an infinite God who offers fullness of life. And so today, spend a few more minutes in the Word, a few more breaths in prayer, a few more moments in quiet meditation. Be a glutton for spiritual things. Because as Jesus promises in Matthew 5, verse 6, you will be filled.